poppin' everybody. Welcome back to a girl and Suswegra. I knew you come up with something cool. <laughs> is that Spanish? It is, and I hope I didn't butcher it because I totally <laughs> forgot I was gonna do it until you went. I pointed at you. And I'm like Sus. So I hope I said it. Oh, Wait. I hope I said it right. Siri. Say mother-in-law in Spanish. In Spanish, mother-in-law is suegra. 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 Su suegra. Your mother-in-law. <gasps> oh my god, that was I mean, so exciting. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna come up with something. That's why I was like waiting for uh, you. I'm surprised we both remembered. I did it. I didn't until you said it, and I'm like. Fuck, but I did remember a plan I had in action and it worked. So I'm surprised yay. that I remember that you were going to come up with something cool because I can't remember what I ate yesterday. So I'm very impressed at the both of us. We're you know what? I'm start. so impressed. It's <laughs> it's a great start. We're off to a great start today. How are you? What's, what's popping? Same shit. Different day. Well, I wrote some things down again this week. So just uh, give me some taps so on the back. Okay. Impressed? <laughs> I'm on a roll. So impressed. I hope that Amani didn't tell you the story because I heard Zane telling him yesterday. No, I didn't talk to Amani. I okay. do actually have one thing. <gasps> wow. I didn't write it down, but okay. Will you forget? Or do you want to say it now? No, all right. So we went up to like the Dollar Tree, Michael's, you know, that shopping center. Yeah, yeah. that shopping center. And they have like outdoor dining for this place. And we were. We said, maybe we'll just go grab a slice and sit down and eat. Simple. Outside. Sit down and eat. Grab a slice of pizza. Oh sit God, down and eat. This doesn't sound like it's going to end simplicity. <laughs> no, it doesn't because these, these motherfuckers, man, and their masks. I know. First of all, it's a fucking law. I and know. I said I wanted to go make a big fucking thing, but I said maybe it changed from one day to the next, so I didn't want to make an asshole out of myself. Mm-hmm. Check your facts But I first. definitely, absolutely will be... Um, Writing a complaint. Wait, the people working there? No, the people working there wore masks, oh, oh, but oh. like three different customers came in without masks. See, I haven't seen that. And that would piss me off. What pissed me off is why weren't the workers? You can go into the Dollar Tree without a mask and they'll be like, uh uh-uh, uh, honey, you gotta turn around and get out of here, put your mask on. Yeah. You understand? If it's a business, they have the right to tell you what to put on your face during it a pandemic. says it on the door. Yeah. And aside from saying it, it's not uh, if you wanna wear it. It's no, our mandatory. county is mandatory. Yeah. And I'm like, why do they think? And I'm like, oh, maybe their theory is they're running in real quick to pick up a box that they ordered and they're going to be leaving. No, they're standing there. Or can I have one of these, one of those? And thank God it didn't happen when we were inside. We were sitting at the table outside watching people come in. And you're like, what the fuck? I was infuriated. I said at this point I wanted to take my food, go inside and say, I want my money back. Because you're not protecting me. Right. You should, and I'm, you know, I'm sorry. If people don't agree with me, I apologize. Uh, no, I don't apologize. Just because it's a law. And Well, yeah, the, the thing is people are like, oh, it's my choice. Like, not when you're in somebody's property. Like, right. you're going into somebody's business. So, yeah, it is their choice to, to not serve you if you're not wearing a mask. Correct. They cannot serve you. If you don't wear a mask, don't go in. They're allowing customers in without yeah, a mask. That's not so okay. I will not support that place ever again. And I definitely am going to double, triple fat check and then just... Write a complaint. Yeah. Because that's disgusting. Yeah. You know, they got money out of my pocket. Three people you saw, too. That's a lot. I 
first of all, the table outside was disgusting, that we had to take the napkins that we got, put our own sanitizer and wipe <gasps> it down because they were, like, sticky. It was also super-duper humid that day. So I said it's probably just the humidity, but just to be safe, mm-hmm. we, Everly and I, were so disgusted. And I, 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 re, I, I, um, what's the word? I regretted even like coming up with, hey, let's there. just go grab a yeah. slice of pizza yeah. and eat outside. Like we'll feel okay right. eating outside. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's sad. And it really pissed me off. So I am going to just do a little research today to make sure that it is still the case that mm-hmm. all people when entering a business wear a mask and then I will file a complaint because mm-hmm. I've heard it in, especially the Dollar Tree, um, you know, put your mask on or you, you have to get out. Yeah. You know, and it's the law. So they should tell people you have to wear a mask to come in here. Mm-hmm. Put your shirt over your fucking mouth for a second. Something. Yeah, Anything. Something. Nothing. That's crazy. Nothing. I haven't really had any big encounters with it. I saw, like, the worst I've really seen is, like, online outside of a place. People, like, have it on their chin until they go inside, which is still, like, kind of annoying, but, like, whatever. It's not as bad as going into a place with literally not one on you at all. And... To think that there must have been about 20 people in that place also. So it wasn't like they were standing six feet apart. So it just irked me on every level. And I'm like, yeah, they're trying to accommodate. They want their money. I'm sure they would. I don't know if they closed down at all during that that, the pandemic. But I just feel like at what extent. Like, like, where do you draw the line and say, okay, you know what? We have to follow the law. (laughs) But how about, like, just protect our patrons? You know, you have customers that have been going to you that, you know, there's certain people I'm sure that go there on every Wednesday night and buy pizza and that's their routine and shit like that. And it's like, protect the people that are supporting you. Supporting you. And I didn't feel like that. Mm -hmm. I did run into, me and my dad were at Lowe's or Home Depot. I'm not, I don't remember which one it was. But we were coming out of an aisle and this lady was coming super fast with her cart. And so we had to, like, stop to, like, let her pass by, mask on her chin, just not even giving a fuck. And I was just looking at her, like, and to me, like, maybe if I'm, like you said, in a pizza place, if I was standing in there, you guys are outside. But if I was standing in there, I'd probably be like, hey, can you guys, like, put a mask on and cause a confrontation? But, like, in the store, she was about to walk past us, so I didn't feel like saying anything, but... I don't know. I don't want the confrontation, but at the same time, you're fucking not protecting me, so fuck you. That exactly, (laughs) I think, honestly, is the major problem with society today is so many people are trying to avoid confrontation because there's so much shit happening. So people are like, oh, I know I am. It's so tense. I know I am. Yesterday, I saw a fucking post on Facebook. It infuriated me, and I wanted to go at this girl, and I wrote the whole shit. On our group? Uh, no, oh, oh, no, okay. no, 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 because that would have been fucking deleted. I would have <laughs> confronted it there because at least here I feel like I have people have my back. Yeah, I think people have. I think everybody who is in our group is in our group for a reason. You yeah. know, thank you guys all the way. Uh, uh, by the way, um, but this girl, a girl I went to school with, she's <laughs> anyway. She post. <laughs> she posted a post. <laughs> I don't know what they were fucking called. But it said, on the top, it was a person wearing a mask, right? And then on the bottom, it showed, like, Muslims wearing the burqas. Uh-huh. And it said, wake up, America. If people like this have been covering their face the whole life, and they're still getting it. And then it showed statistics, like how many in Pakistan, how many in Turkey, how many in India. 
First still of all, getting the virus, right? Even oh though they're fake covering their face. I've been to Pakistan. I don't even know. Maybe five, six, seven times. I don't even know. I can count on one hand how many times I saw people that wear complete, uh, complete face coverings. Right, right. India is not even a Muslim country. Mm-hmm. So there was just so ignorant. Yeah. There was so much ignorance. It was like a thing she found post. from somebody else's Facebook. Right. And just but that's it. the problem. Yeah. People are, she, it, it was just so stupid. It's like, do you realize that's not a Muslim country? Do you realize that this isn't the everyday attire for yeah. 99% of the population in these countries? Yeah. Like, you're, you're stupid. You're posting bullshit. I'm and a it friend. just. Bye. Yeah. Oh. Delete from. But I literally, I was like, eh, da, 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 and I was doing the, do you understand that there's only 12% population of Muslims in this country? And, you know, and da, da, da. like I did so much research. I was facts. Oh, my God. And then I said, for what? For what? Yeah. For what? You can't change stupid. Me and your mom had a, a, a little, she sent me something. I sent her something. And then she, uh, it was like, we can't change stupid. And she's stupid. <laughs> you just can't change it. And she's it. But. Wait, what are you saying about my mom? <laughs> Wait, are you saying my mom said something stupid? No, she sent me you something. You both were like, we can't change stupid. Yes, oh, okay. yes, yes. But this girl yesterday, like, you're going to fucking come at, put, post shit. Check it first. Yeah. You understand? Don't start fucking spewing hate. I don't know. I get super, um, anytime, like, people, you know how I am. Don't, don't fucking I come. I tell you, I don't know how you look at it so often. Mm. That's how I would get every day. I can't, dude. <clears throat> but anyways, okay, sorry. That was it. That was it. It was a simple little, I saw somebody without a face mask turned into this rant. So. Yeah, but we're we're social media people. We have to make everything dramatic and long storied. <laughs> <laughs> My story is not nearly as fun as that one. But Oh, damn. Sorry. <laughs> it just, yeah. Okay. This is get ready, guys. Cat stuff. <laughs> Yeah, we love cat. Wait, did she did she bite your nipple again? No, <laughs> this is even better. Oh, dear. okay. So yesterday morning, I'm up. I'm you know like making the bed, tidying up. Zane's sleeping on the other side. I always make my side of the bed so that when he wakes up, he could just throw his side together. And Bailey's using the litter box. She here jump up onto the bed and really quickly run to my laptop. It was sitting on top of the. I made the bed. I sat my laptop on top of it. She scurries to my laptop, sits down right onto it. I was like, okay, that was strange. Maybe she just wants attention. (laughs) This bitch starts scooting like a dog on my laptop. And I was like, oh, no, Bailey, stop. And then I realized behind her is coming out skid marks onto my laptop with my case on it. So there's little crevices. (laughs) She's scooting her butt like a dog. Across my laptop. Oh my God. And I'm like, Bailey, no! Bailey! Bailey! Oh. And Zane jumps up out of his sleep. I couldn't pick her up. She, she was scooting. She was quick scooting. I couldn't pick her up quick enough. She got off my laptop, across my laptop, onto the sheet, started skidding on the sheet. I scooped her up really quick. There was a piece of shit stuck to like, like uh, right above her asshole on her tail. Mm-hmm. Like she got a little, little piece She's of got a cockable stuck. stuck up on there. Yes, and she had just went to the bathroom, so it was fresh to death. So I'm holding her, and she doesn't like to be held for a really long time. She does like the... Like that, literally. Like she does long yells. So I'm taking her to the sink. Zine's helping me. We're trying to like... We're taking wet tissue... Um, 
wet toilet paper. We're wiping off her butt. And then I go inside and I'm like, now there's fucking skid marks on the sheets. So I had to do a load of laundry and I had to take off my laptop cover on my other laptop. It's like, you see the Apple logo? Yeah. So it's raised. So when she scooted, it's all stuck inside the Apple logo. So I had to take off my case. I'm taking Lysol wipes. We're fucking wiping everything down. I was like, it Uh was (laughs) disgusting. But it also was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life to see her little body scooting. Like a doggy. (laughs) You know when dogs wipe their ass? help, mom, help. I can't get this cockable off my butt. Oh, my God. But she was freaking out when we were rubbing her, when we were, like, trying to get it off, rubbing it off her ass. Oh my god, she was screaming. <laughs> it was it was awful. Like you know when you know when dogs like have this itchy ass and they yeah, throw like, against eh, the carpet. Eh, eh. Oh my god. That's I don't daily. know why I can't even fathom why she decided to run and then sit onto my laptop and do it. Mama. I, I like the whole bed was clear. She had to sit on my laptop. It was the strangest thing. She just showed like you. jumped up, ran <laughs> to the laptop. Like, like, why wouldn't she do it on the sheets? I don't know. So weird. Did you have a dirty butt yesterday? Did you have a dirty <sighs> butt? Oh, my God. That's fucking hysterical. I I'm just sorry. couldn't even fathom. And I usually... Well, no. Okay, so before the pandemic, <laughs> when husband was working constantly, Ali was in school, Amani was working, Sunday was always my laundry day. So Ali, uh, Alyssa sends <laughs> me a message. She's like, um... I'm really sorry, but you know Bailey had Sunday? an accident. <laughs> I know it's Sunday, but I got to do a load of laundry. <laughs> Shit. On my fucking sheet. I'm like, no, it's all good. I don't fucking do laundry anymore. Nobody leaves. We wear the same motherfucking shit every day. <laughs> they leave it up to me. What time did I text you that? I was like nine in the morning, right? Oh, so fucking funny. And leave it up to me. This morning, a whole day later, I don't get, I get my stuff out of the dryer. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, dumbass. Dumbass. It wasn't in that one. That's why. I was ready to give you that what time you sent it to oh. me. <laughs> oh, my God. Her little okay. skid marks. Now I'm scared there's going to be a piece of shit stuck on her ass all the time. What if she does it while we're sleeping? I, we 9.04 wake up, a.m. 9.04 in the morning. Yeah, it happened at like 8 something. So it's 25 hours later and you're just oh, now getting it out of the dryer. <laughs> You know why? If I don't tell the Google to set an hour timer, I forget to switch it. When I do like a whole day of laundry, every time I'm done, I tell the Google set an hour timer. So that once that's up, I go and switch it. Otherwise, fucking forget. And I don't like to put on the dryer thing. Because I feel like it's so annoying for you guys to hear the every five minutes. Yeah, but then you would remember if you hear it now. Yeah, but then I just turn off my Google and I go get it. If I hear the I'll be like, okay, I'll go get it. And then I forget. Uh, and it's like, eh, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I was going to say, I need that. Eh. I know. Anyways, anyway. so that was my fun of yesterday. <sighs> Bailey's little skid marks everywhere. Dude, what if she does it while we're sleeping? There's just me, I'm going to wake up and there's me skid marks all over the sheets. It's a good thing she don't come sleep on your pillowcase. <laughs> she does. I know, but imagine she did that with shitty butt. Oh, God. Oh. Listen, it was just a freak thing. She got a piece stuck. How about Frankie? You know Frankie. He used to have dingleberries all the time. All the time. He still does. <laughs> I mean, uh, my I'm, my cat, Frank, you know, like, he just doesn't. I mean, do you blame him? Do you want to lick your own asshole? No. Right. So he don't. He don't. So he if don't he gets something to. stuck there, we got to clean his butt. He walks past me this morning as I'm trying to upload this, right? So I'm sitting here at my kitchen table like this. And 
Pretty Kitty will forever come and just lay right here, but she fits here so cutely. I could see over her at my screen. Here comes Frankie. This cat must weigh 20 pounds. I mean, not realist. I don't know how much he is. I should actually weigh him. You should. He's but massive. He's girthy. He's so, and he's so, he's literally solid. Yeah, like girthy, he's like solid. Just, yeah. But he comes, and I'm going like this. I, I find myself like raised, like, mm-hmm. like, Frank. And then he gets up and he starts walking. I'm like, oh, God, please let there not be shit hanging on his butt. And thank goodness there wasn't, but I was <laughs> expecting <laughs> to see a cockaball. But I, How does that get stuck on short-haired cats? Like, Bailey doesn't have long hair. I've, I, I've had it happen with Belle and Benji because their hair is so long, like covers. They've actually been really good lately, even though it's long because they haven't been shaved at the vet. But I don't, I don't understand how it gets stuck on them. Like, how do they manage to do that? Like, they squat, poop. How did it get stuck above her asshole? She must have sat in it. You know? She must have not covered it. And then, like, oh, God, it was awful. Okay. <laughs> and her poop smells so bad. I don't know if it's a kitten thing, but it smells so bad. Like, raunchy. So raunchy. Mm. Okay, so that was my story. Hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you're not eating. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a disclaimer, please. We Just should. don't eat. Yet, <laughs> Tony, your while you're down. listening to any of our episodes, honestly, we always talk about gross shit. We really do. It's kind of fucking nasty, actually. Um, I don't know if I have anything else interesting. Um, I'm trying. I'm. I have a gyno appointment tomorrow to get my shot, and I've called twice. I think I might change my gyno because I'm not happy with them. Always on the phone, they're like, "Hi, thank you for calling. How may I help you?" Uh, okay, let me look into that. I'm gonna place you on hold really quick. Just like, where's the love? You're just going to be digging in my vagina and you're not going to show me any love. Just surface level. <laughs> I don't like it. When I go there, they're fine. But like always on the phone, they're just like. Mm, mm, mm. Anyways, I've called them twice now and told because when you get the shot, you have to get it sent into the pharmacy, pick it up. It's like a little bottle. And then when you go there, they like attach it and give it to you. But I've called them twice now and I'm like, you said you were going to call it in like twice and it's not there. And my appointment's tomorrow morning. So I called this morning and they said, they're going to send it in a few minutes. I said, okay. Did they? Did you check? Yet? I haven't gotten mm. the text. or any- I always get a text when I get like a, you know, you get right. the call. The te- yeah. They're annoying. <laughs> you get and the call, the text, the emails, came. nothing. So beautiful. Let's hope that by the afternoon they do it. Otherwise, they're going to have a nice word from me. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you like that? Mm. 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 <laughs> Anyway. I hate when people are rude on the phone. So annoying. Like zero personality. Yeah, I guess not rude, but yeah, like just like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> okay, we're going to have that. Are, are you like fucking subbing me because now my new thing is, hmm. No. <laughs> you don't talk like that on the phone. When people on the phone are like, hi, thank you for calling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll have that sent in to you for a few minutes. Okay. Bye. I'm like, the fuck? Hello? Somebody there? I can't hear you. Oh, my goodness. They must be having shitty it goes time back, at doctor's listen, offices, though. It goes back to the same thing. If you're not happy with your fucking job, leave it. I know. You know? It must be a shitty time to work at a doctor's office right now, though, too. But I don't give a fuck. Be nice. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Oh, okay. What's popping today, okay, Geraldine? Love nothing. Okay, love you. Bye. Episode's over. <laughs> um, Nothing. I'm talking about what emails we're going to read. Come on. Oh. (laughs)
Advice. I already asked you what was going on this morning. You said advice. nothing. Advice. Okay, today we're going to be talking about advice. Boom, boom. That was my I don't know why you guys bit. trust us to give advice. I mean, <laughs> damn, we we're professionals of not professional here. <laughs> if you guys are interested in sending us an email like we're going to read today, that is agamilpodcast at gmail.com. That's A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com. Don't send it to the wrong email. We're not responsible. If you don't trust yourself, go to our Instagram. It's just at agamil and you can hit the email button. Very simple. You won't fuck it up that way way imagine i have the wrong email on there that'd be pretty fucking funny i should triple check that that would be pretty fucking funny okay let's do this up for some reason you guys (laughs) decided to send us some novels some some 14 chapter novels so you're gonna hear some long ass stories today (laughs) we're gonna have to go back and forth by paragraphs this first one actually isn't that long but some of them we're gonna need to switch on and off okay so you started off you can do this one and then we'll see what happens Hi, listen, Jerry. Let's just get right into it. I've been dating my current boyfriend for about four months now, and it's been great. He treats me like a princess, and I'm absolutely grateful for everything he does for me. He makes comments about us being together forever, and I agree with him. But here's the thing. He constantly says how he, one, doesn't want to live in a house, only an apartment. Two, doesn't want to get married. Three, doesn't want to have kids. Now, that's not a bad thing, other than the fact that these are all things that I've always wanted. I've always pictured myself having a wedding, having two to three kids, and moving into a big enough a house big enough to fit my whole family. He knows how much I want this stuff, and every time he jokes it off and says, oh, you can live in a house, I'll live in the garage, or something like that. <clears throat> it makes me sad to think that if we do end up staying together, I might not get the things that I've always dreamed of having since I was young. And if he does give in, and we do get married and have kids, and know it's only gonna, he's only being gonna do it to make me happy and not because he wants to as well i don't want him to have to change for me now i know things could change and we could still have a lot and we still have a long way to go but i'm scared that if we do continue to be together and it leads to the point where i want to get married or have kids it will start fights because i know he won't care at all and i don't want to break up with him now because of something that might happen in the future any advice on what i should do should i just forget about it for now and wait for that time to come or try to address it now thanks so much for the help love you guys Okay, so love you. I yeah, we love you. I didn't have this email for whatever reason. So can you just can you just refresh my memory and tell me how long they've been together? Did you say four four months? months. Okay, so that you, um, my gut is just (laughs) sorry. (laughs) I'm really struggling with my words. Bad again. Um, it's just go. It's just go. (laughs) Just go. Me go? No, this girl. Oh, you leave. I'm like, what? Because house marriage kids are major. That's something you really want. You're not gonna. Don't give that up. You're you're gonna give it up, or he'll give it up. He'll give up his, and then like, oh no, you're you're setting yourself up for a non-conducive relationship. (laughs) Yeah, we're not talking about like, oh, he likes video games and I don't. Right. We're talking about he likes marriage McDonald's, kids. I like Burger King. Right. I mean, these are major, yeah. major. I would never have been with anybody if they didn't want to have kids because that was so important to me. It was so important yeah. to get married and have a ki- have yeah. kids and raise a family and stuff like that. So I would never have ever stayed with anybody who wasn't like that. Now, I want to know why he doesn't want to live in a house and only an apartment. That's I interesting. Don't know. He, uh, 
Most people don't want to live in an apartment because they don't want to waste money. Right. So he obviously might have some history, which is making him think that way. Maybe mm-hmm. he comes from a failed, uh, his parents right. are divorced. He maybe grew up. That was house. his comfort, comfort. You don't know. But for somebody to be, oh, that'll never happen. This will never happen. To me, it's so important. If that's mm-hmm. what you, what's important to you, to have those kids, to have that family, mm-hmm. to have that house, then I would just... That's major deal breakers yeah. to have in common because exactly. that's your life. I probably literally. sound like a complete asshole and I'm sorry, but. <clears throat> well, it, it, it's, you know, like you said, should I address it now? So that makes me seem like you've kind of just had like silly conversations about it, but you need to sit down and be like, are you serious about never getting married and never having a house and never having children? Because if so, I want that in life and then we can't be together. You've only been together for four months. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Weigh out your options here because he literally looks you in the eyes and he's like, "There's no shot of me right. ever then getting you married." Don't then fall no, deeply in love with. No. Some, well, I don't know if you truly can fall deeply in love with somebody who has complete opposite, opposite you goals. know, right? Yeah, you know, you can fall in lust. You could be like, "Oh my god," mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but. I wouldn't keep on because no. your heartbreak is going to get hard. It's going to be harder to leave yeah. somebody mm-hmm. the longer you're with them. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely, uh, Alyssa s- said it, have a serious conversation. If he can look you in the eyes and say, no, There's I absolutely seriously no do way. Not, yeah. Then I would just hightail it out of there. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, or if he says, you know, I've had some bad things in the past, but maybe me and you can change that. Then that's something to reconsider. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like he's not very open to doing those things with you. So mm-hmm. definitely have a conversation. Communication is key. <laughs> Say that every fucking episode. Hashtag. <laughs> Literally. What's poppin' Alyssa and Jerry? My name is Shelby and I live in South Dakota. Buckle up because I'm going to take you on a roller coaster ride. Oh, I wish we could go on a roller coaster ride. <sighs> so messed up. <laughs> okay. Wait. What? I have a disclaimer. What? Your girl's wearing her glasses, and I realized that I read, I could see better reading with my contacts, and I forgot to put them on. So I might have a little difficulty, but I got this. Okay, now you can go. To give you a little backstory, I was born into an FLDS group called the Apostolic United Brethren. In 2009, at the age of 16, I decided to leave but that meant bringing, being completely alone. I moved from Utah to Wisconsin to live with my grandma and my dad's side. In 2012, my boyfriend and I met. At the time, he was on parole, so it was a very rocky road. But in 2014, we had our daughter, and everything started to change. We moved into a bigger city. I had a great job managing a restaurant slash nightclub. We lived in a great part of town, and my boyfriend's parole was easier than ever since he had already completed all his classes. Years went by, and on December 12, 2016, my boyfriend successfully completed his parole. Fast forward to 2018, my life and life started to unravel. Neither of my parents knew about my daughter because I knew that they would just try to bring us back to the church. We started moving around every couple of months to stay hidden from them. Wow. But eventually they found us. My mom filed an order for grandparents' rights in the state of Wisconsin, and after that, everything fell apart. Even with all the proof I had for my childhood abuse, they still granted her visitation in April of 2019. Mind you, my family had moved to South Dakota in March. I just realized I'm fucking reading the whole thing. <laughs> no, no, you just keep going. <laughs> Fuck, I'm sorry. We were supposed to go paragraphs, and I that, totally no, just listen, kept that's going. totally fine. Um, mind you, my family had moved to South Dakota in March of 2019 and filed to have the case brought over here. Our request was denied, and they granted the order for visitation. There Once the go. order was granted, <laughs> I was given the visitation schedule, and I immediately appealed 
I immediately appealed it, but shocker, it was denied. Now we sit in 2020 amid a national pandemic and riots across the country, and I have a choice to make. Send my daughter for her court-ordered visitation with my huge family that abused me my my entire childhood. I'm making all aspects, physical, emotional. I'm talking. (laughs) Okay. I'm talking all aspects, physical, emotional, psychological, and sexual abuse. Or do I keep her home for her own safety and face being hit with a felony? My boyfriend is now fully disabled from a home improvement accident back in 2017. I am the sole provider for our family. I'm stuck between doing what's legally right and what's morally right. Thanks for everything. You guys are pretty much the only light I have in my days right now. I love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing and I promise. Because I promise you're making a difference in the world. Okay. I wow. think she wrote this in the group. Because oh, really? I swear I heard this before. Mm. This is a, a new email, so you might have. Uh, <laughs> you can't see my face through this, but my mouth is like literally chopped. Oh, yeah, I can. Because what do you do? Um, I would do what's morally correct in my eyes because if I was... Physically, emotionally, psychologically, and sexually abused by my family, I don't want my daughter subjected to that at all. I would just never do that. Okay, and then you face going to jail. Going to jail, but... If it's a court ordered. But I don't understand how that's allowed if she was abused. Like well, she, she brought should... all that to court, and court said they still deserve rights to see their grandchild. That's fucked up, in my That's, opinion. That is fucked up. I don't think that that should be allowed. I would fight. To, I would fight this, to have that this, not this. happen. I mean, she said she it it she immediately repe- uh, appealed and it was rejected. I would find another attorney. Yeah, I would find another mm-hmm. an, uh, another judge because this is your daughter's life, your daughter's you know, childhood and- trauma. You want her to get sexually abused by your family? No. No. Emotionally, physically? <clears throat> no. And you did, you, listen, you left this. I don't understand what judge can okay this. And I just think you need to hire a different mm-hmm. attorney. And what kind or, of fucked up in the head family that they can do all those things to you and think they still have the right to see your daughter? I don't know. That's. I don't up. know, but somehow I, I heard the story, read the story, felt this. Somehow, either that or I'm having a major fucking case, a case of fucking deja vu. Deja vu. Um, but this is just not okay. In any way, shape, or form, the justice system has failed this girl. For sure. And Sorry, I don't know, move to a different state, bring it to a different, go to a higher court, go to a higher judge. Something needs what to be What if you done. get a restraining order? I don't think a restraining order would do anything for the child because the child's never meant met 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 them. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. If she got a restraining order against the family, then they legally like because she's scared for her life around them. Her, like, but not her grandchild. Oh, not her child. Both of them. That includes her kid. I don't think that's fuck these fucking laws. They suck. They do. Like, I mean, what obviously, the, fuck? <laughs> the like, what fucking the fuck? world is falling apart. What in the but fuck? Yes. I don't understand. That's why I'm saying she needs to, you need to, sweetheart, you need to go to a higher court or higher judge, uh, get a, be- a different attorney, fight for your child's right. I would risk going to fucking jail. Absolutely, I'd risk it. I because would. I would fucking get the best lawyer. 
I don't know. I would fucking figure out a way, you know, sign a fucking get get petitions going. This is disgusting. I, I saw a tweet the other day and it's like, we need to normalize that you can remove yourself from family members if they're toxic, because I've went through things like that, like this, too. It's like just because you're family doesn't mean you have to see your granddaughter if you're a piece of shit. Right. Sorry. Right. Like, we need to normalize that. Like, just because they're family, we have to be family close. No. abused her. So Fuck them. That, that's what I'm saying. The justice system. This topic giving gets them, the, the justice system giving these grandparents rights is failing that poor child. Mm-hmm. And, and her. I mean, it's failing you, too. That's just like a fucking slap in the face. You had to leave this family because of all the abuse that you went through, and the court's going right against you. It's literally a fucking slap in the face. Yeah, it's disgusting. Man. Yeah. Definitely uh, try another appeal. I mean, I've seen things where people have appealed things a million times to finally get it overruled. So I would mm -hmm. keep appealing, find a different, like I said, a higher judge, a higher court, get a petition, I'll fucking sign it. I swear (laughs) to God. Literally, let's make a petition. We can. If you can get a petition, I'm sure all of our members in our face group will sign it for you. This is disgusting and should not be okay. Can I say too, because I'm I'm seeing the way that you wrote this, um, I feel like you're being gaslighted, honestly. Um, I feel like your family is making you feel like the bad guy that you're keeping your daughter from them. Meanwhile, they're the cause of what's going on. They're making you feel bad. And I don't think that you should feel responsible for your actions because you have a reason to keep your daughter from them. So don't make them feel like you're crazy. You don't you don't owe anybody any respect because you haven't gotten any from them your whole life. So you don't owe them the respect to see your child because they don't deserve it. So you're not getting respect. You don't have to give it back no matter how old the person is, no matter if you're blood or not. It doesn't matter. This shit gets me mad. I just want to say I've been listening to your podcast since the very beginning and look forward to a new episode every Monday, Thursday, and now fucking Saturdays. <laughs> Love you, ladies. <laughs> so I am in need of some desperate advice before I walk down the aisle and marry this man in July. <gasps> okay, well, Fuck. <laughs> I hope we're getting you early enough in July. Here's a little backstory. My fiance and I have been together for six years. <laughs> we started dating when we were only 14, 15 years old. We dated all throughout high school, and it was a blast. He proposed to me last summer when we went on our cruise. However, things have changed with him, and I don't know what to do. Before I start saying what has happened, I want to mention that I have really, I have already tried talking to him and telling him how I feel, but he just blows me off like I'm not here. He doesn't listen or act like he cares at what I'm trying to talk to him about. The only time he cares, the only time he cares is when I get so frustrated with him that him and snap and yell. I know it's not the right way, but it's literally the only way he will listen to me. Will listen at him when he. That's when he becomes concerned. He will change his actions for like a week and go right back to his old ways. I'm so. What? Infuriated, probably. Oh, infuriated. See, that's what I love about you. You can figure it out. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm so infuriated, and I make myself cry to sleep most nights, and I don't know what to do. I have told him that I will call the wedding off if he doesn't make me feel wanted. His response is always crying, baby, don't leave, um, or he acts like he cares when he doesn't any other time. The problem is I don't feel loved anymore. Honestly, I feel trapped. I lost my mom in January, and she was my only parent because I lost my dad a few years ago. I was her caregiver towards the end of her life, so I had to quit my job. I'm a full-time college student with no time to work because I'm in a program at school. Plus, no one wants to hire me because of my schedule. 
Not even in the summer. So this man is my only source of income. He pays my bills, makes sure I have food and all that. So I feel fucking stuck. I like to have my hand held and... I like to have my hand held. I like to be held. I like to be shown off, and he doesn't do any of that. No, he don't do that anymore. He used to, but he doesn't now. There's a, There's been times when we're walking into somewhere, and I'll try to grab his hand, and he will pull it away. There are times when I try to put my arm around him, and he says, please stop. What the fuck? Literally, I can't tell you the last time he's grabbed my hand to hold it. I can't tell you the last time he has put his arms around me. I'm starting to feel ashamed, like he's ashamed of me. When... When he is with his siblings, he has three, which he is the oldest. He is such a happy and fun person. He goes off with them, has fun. But as soon as we are by ourselves again, he is the guy that seems like he doesn't want to be around me. When we go around my family, he tells us we're being loud. When we get around my family, he tells us we are being loud and obnoxious. Mind you, we like to jam in the car to music and have fun, but he tells us we need to stop. His family doesn't believe in divorce due to the religion, and I have some advice. I need some advice before before I walk down the aisle to marry this man and be truly stuck. Should I break it off and walk away when I'll hurt like hell? Should I suck it up and get a job and be tired all the time and support myself to get out? Should I just continue on with the wedding? Should I talk? Should I try talking to him one more time? I just don't know anymore. Thank you, ladies. You're all the fucking best. Jeez. I think you answered your own fucking I question, definitely girlfriend. Think, definitely think you did. That sounds awful. Sounds like you would just be walking down the aisle just because you're comfortable. And that's definitely not something you want to do. Ever. No. Like, you're seeing it blatantly in front of you. He's in a great mood around his family. When he's around you, he's shit. So I think it's pretty apparent that he's just fallen out of love, unfortunately, the way that it sounds. Mm-hmm. Um and you don't want to marry somebody like that. And you also never want to depend on a man. And I know that you would struggle a little bit financially, but we always make it fucking work. You know, we don't need no man. Um, so, you know, it might be a struggle at first, but I know that you'll make it through it without him. I wouldn't don't stay with him just because you need money or you're comfortable or you like to have your hand held. Like there's plenty of fish in the sea. You'll find somebody out there. And as scary as it is. To move on and be alone, it's even scarier to stay in a relationship that you're not happy in and that you're going to be feel stuck in for the rest of your life. That's a fucking scary thought. So hopefully we caught you before the wedding and you didn't walk down the aisle feeling like this. Because I, that would also be a disservice to him. Fuck him. You didn't hear my whole good speech. You're on your phone. I was trying to look for the girl to see if she walked down the oh, aisle. Oh, shit. Did you? I didn't, but I don't know... The name, like, I just, uh, I literally, oh, God. I, I hope we caught you in time. Oh. I, I really hope we caught I'm you in time. I'm surprised you're even you questioning this, to. honestly. She feels like she's in a jam, and he'll change, and he goes back to it for a week, but he shows you his true colors, right? Like Alyssa said, when she thinks I wasn't listening, he goes, sees his family, he's all happy <laughs> and joyful, and he comes back to you, and it's just like, blah. You can't, that's, you deserve more than that, you know? And I know Alyssa with her, you know, you're doing it just a, a disservice for him or in whatever she said because Jerry's mind is fucked. But <laughs> I, I, you got to do for you, you know? Your wedding day should be the happiest, one of your happiest days, 
you know, you should be looking forward to it, not sort of dreading it. And from well, that's that what email, I said. that's like, what I get. It seems like you're dreading it. I said, know? like, as scary as it is that you'll be alone and, like, can't support yourself. It's even scarier be. to be in a relationship that stuck. Yeah, that's like, and that's thought. the word you you use that word in your yeah, email, like good. to be you stuck. stuck. And good. you don't want to ever feel stuck. You want to feel wanted, and there's a huge difference. I mean, I stayed in my marriage a little longer than I should have because I was scared for the financial aspects of it. Um, I understand. I understand how you're feeling, but don't worry. You'll make do. That's what I you'll said. We do. always, we yep. always find a way. It'll always work out. Listen, no matter what. do you know how much ramen you can get? I mean, if you have to I live mean, off of ramen, even though it's not the healthiest shit, but if you if you have to, <laughs> you, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Your happiness is worth more. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope we caught you. And I if hope you, did, you made the right decision yourself. Okay, but if you did go through with it, then I wish you the best, and I hope he changes, and I hope maybe counseling. I, I don't know. I don't understand how that could work, you know? Whoa. I don't know. Good luck. Good luck. Hey, listen, Jerry, I recently joined Bumble, and I've been talking to this guy on there. He said I was the first girl he's ever properly talked to slash liked, but we clicked right away. We clicked anyway, and he started... We started talking constantly for a few months. Really suddenly, out of nowhere, he told me that he was finding things really full on and wanted to delay meeting me. He is in the process of changing jobs slash starting his own business, and he said he wanted to, a quote, break with me and to delay things until he gets his work up and running and has focused on that for a while. I kept texting him like once a week for the first while, but I literally haven't heard from him in about seven weeks, and I'm not sure what to do. Do I wait for him and let him hold that emotional space in my head, or do I let him go and just block him in order to get over him? I don't want to stop liking him and get over him for him to come back in a few weeks and say he wants to talk again. What do I do? Thanks in advance. Um, just move on. Just move on. You don't deserve to have to sit around and wait for somebody. Yeah. And also, have you guys FaceTimed or something? Is he catfishing you? He doesn't mm. want to meet up in person. You met on Bumble. Are his pictures fake? Ask a video chat. I find that a little bit sketchy. Yeah, I wouldn't definitely allow him to have space in your head. Like He's living no. rent free. Yeah. Up in there. Definitely. I don't block Alyssa would you block him or would you just move on and if he comes around one day he comes around I think yeah, I would maybe not just, block I would just unfollow yeah. so I don't have to see his stuff yeah. and get triggered that's how I would do it I don't think I'd go as far as blocking because maybe he truly is getting Let's his shit together the yeah like he's getting his shit together and you know maybe he was falling very you know and men are scared being, of commitment sometimes he was being distracted right you were distracting mm-hmm. him and he needed to focus I get all that like I can understand it in a sense but don't sit around waiting for him. Mm-mm. If he comes back, he comes back great. But I think you should maybe Google his picture. <laughs> Literally. We've learned a lot thanks to... A f- We've learned a lot. So, yeah, you can Google a picture to see if it's... What am I trying to say, Lisa? Because you're the one that taught me it. <laughs> On the show Catfish, they take pictures people's pictures and they put them in the google image search and you can see if it's on somebody else's profile Profile, right that's what i was trying to say thank you Alyssa, because i suck at that um but yeah you could even do that and i would definitely have a video chat or a facetime before you meet up with this person in, in person 
100%. If he ever gets in contact with you again. But I definitely yeah. don't let him take up space in your brain. Uh-uh. No, no. Just move on with your life as normal. And if he decides to come back and you've already moved on, then that's on then, him. Yep. Okay. My name is Haley, and I'm from a very small town in Missouri. I am a longtime listener, but first-time email writer. I've been listening to your podcast on an hour-long commute to and from work. Anywho, I need some serious advice. Fucking Zane's alarm. Somebody said they heard it in the last episode very faintly, and they were so confused, and then they were happy when I said Zane's alarm is going off for the 500th time. Really? Close the door. That's crazy. I didn't hear it. Like, editing it. I'm also old, though, so I guess my sense of hearing is going. Okay, I close the door. He should be good now. I'm not cueing Alyssa. What? Okay, first of all, it was so refreshing oh. to see that the mother, that a mother-in-law and her future daughter-in-law can get along so well, which is also kind of, which also kind of gave me false hopes. Why? <laughs> I give you a little bit of the background story. So my husband and I started dating. Because his dad was in the nursing home due to a stroke and I took care of him. He Aww. constantly was saying he had a son and would tell me tell my would now tell husband. my now husband that there was a girl he thinks would be good for him. Long story short, loved his dad. Unfortunately he passed six months into a relationship and I was there for my husband and his mother for none for a week nonstop, whatever they need. For Mommy Dearest, on the other hand, that's another story. She wasn't bad from the beginning. She, um, he would talk and hang, we would talk and hang out. Fast forward, she will corner me, curse me out, and tell me everything she does not like that her son does or I do. I can't even stand to be in the same room because she's so negative towards me. What can I do? He is in love with oh his mom, God. and she basically can do nothing wrong. Oh, no. How do I make this work? She literally makes me feel like I wished I never <sighs> had married into the family. It breaks my heart because her son is amazing, but it stops there. Sorry for the email being wow. so long. I tried to break it up. Uh, well, she said so that you can alternate, and we did it. Sorry. Oh, listen, Mr. Q point. Uh, love you. <laughs> okay. First of all, you don't feel bad that you married into family because you married your husband. You didn't marry his mom. I mean, the fact that she's an asshole is on her. You didn't marry her. Um, that must be must have been so super sad. I'm so sorry for your loss. The fact that you took care of his dad and then he passed. You guys were probably both really close to him and loved him. So that is so freaking sad. So I'm so sorry. Um, the fact that you said he's in love with his mom and she can't do no wrong in his eyes is really hard. I feel like you can't change somebody like that you know like they just he sees his mom on a pedestal and that she does everything right and even if she called you a raising raging bitch she would be right (laughs) you know what I mean so um I think you have to just ignore it and try not to be around her as much as you can tell your boyfriend that you or your husband sorry now your husband tell him that you would prefer to keep your distance because it affects you mentally and don't make him don't let him make you feel bad about it because your mental health matters and you your feelings come first not making his mom happy this is another thing that i've went through not not with jerry (laughs) i'm just saying a family member in general it's like if i can't be around you because you affect my mental health i'm going to put myself first that's just bottom line so you you let your husband have whatever relationship he wants with her but if you don't want to be around her that is your choice because it affects you mentally and you have a reason to not be around her you're not being crazy that's my take on it 
Perfect. Socially distance yourself. <laughs> you don't want to get corona. <laughs> you don't want to give her corona, right? Oh my God. Yeah. Everything Alyssa said. What Same thing. Said. That's what she said. Yeah, that's what she said. All right. I need advice. My mom is going to hate me. <laughs> Hi, listen, Jerry. I'm Kayla, 22, and I'm from Baltimore. I still live at home with my mom and dad. They are so strict, and it's driving me fucking insane. My parents are older than most and have always been strict with me growing up. I thought that maybe, just maybe, when I become an adult, they'd lighten up. Nope. I still have a 12 a.m. curfew, mandatory chores, and I must go to church every Sunday. Besides all that, they meddle in my private life any chance that they get. They're constantly shaming me whenever I do something they don't agree with, and I have no privacy whatsoever. I've stayed so long because I wasn't allowed to work until I was 18, and I wanted to have enough Mm. saved up to be financially comfortable. Rent is also very ridiculous here, and I don't have friends to room with because of how sheltered I grew up. In the past, I tried to work something out where I pay for rent in exchange for freedom, but they refuse, so my only option is to leave. Here's the issue. My boyfriend of seven months, his lease will be over around the time that I'm planning to move and his living situation isn't so great either. We decided that we're going to go ahead and get a place together. My parents do not like him one bit and they have already, they already have negative feelings about unmarried couples living together. There is literally no reason for them to not like him and it honestly breaks my heart to be torn like this because I care about them all so much. I'm so scared shitless to disappoint my parents, and I already feel kind of guilty for just dating him, knowing how they feel about him. However, our relationship is literally great, literally great, and I know us moving in together is what will be best for me. The question is, how do I break the news to my parents without feeling guilty about it? Thank you in advance for the advice. I also want to let you know that I appreciate all the awareness you are bringing to the Black Lives Matter movement and how candidly you speak about it. It means the world to me to feel supported and heard by my favorite podcasters slash YouTuber. I absolutely love you both. XOXO. And we, we absolutely love you love most. You too. Most. Also. No. Most. Wait. <laughs> most. We love you most, okay? Thank you. Shit. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, it sounds like any guy you bring around, they'll hate. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just being honest. I happen to agree with Alyssa. Well, I tend to usually agree with Alyssa. Um, oh, thanks. I, I just don't feel bad. Yeah. You know, it comes down to your happiness. Exactly. You've spent your entire life at their beck and call, doing yes. the every everything, sacrificing. Yes. You have no friends. You don't have. You couldn't job. You couldn't work earlier, so you weren't able to save money. They 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 got you wrapped around their little fucking pinky finger, and it's time. You're 21 years old. Peace out. Yeah, that's it. You got to do you, and you need if listen. If you love them, they're your parents. You love them. You respect them. I get that. Obviously, there's little on their side where there's they're no respect to you, right? Like they maybe, yeah. I mean, they're just going at you. They're shaming you. All this stuff. It's not reciprocated. So the fact that you're so concerned with not hurting them or guilting and whatever, I think you can say, "Hey guys, I want you to be proud proud of me. This is my decision. This is what I'm doing. I hope you're proud of me." And, and expect and like, that they it. might not. Right, exactly. They probably Understand. won't agree right. with you. But, but if you leave there with the, this is my decision, this is what I'm doing, it might make you feel better powerful. about this situation. Yeah, powerful, that's the word. Thank you. It might make you feel powerful about the situation, which will maybe turn off the feeling of guilt, mm-hmm. you know? Which you shouldn't you, be. You've you got to live to make yourself happy, not your parents happy. 
Because obviously it's not working, right? right? Yeah, you've tried to comply to their rules and they're still pissed. They hate your boyfriend for no reason. Like, oh, sucks, man. That's sh- shitty people, man. Why are people so fucking shitty? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I know you love your parents, but they sound like shitty people. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, guys. Oh, this is going to be a good one. Do you see the, the subject line? Scared to lose my boyfriend after a bad dream. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten up and got mad at ever because I had a dream like he cheated on me. <laughs> happened to me once. <laughs> okay, hey guys, I hope you're doing well. It's me again, the girl from India who had sent you my Uber condom disposal. Oh, no. Yeah, gross. I know. Hope you remember. Ha ha. How of I do. can we <laughs> fucking forget? Do. That'll be one of the other emails that I never forget. Um. Uh, <clears throat> Okay, sorry. Uh, it's my third time writing in. Uh, this time it's a very diff- different from my other emails. It's not about sex, not about dirty condoms or anything like that, but it's about I met my true love from Tinder. By the way, Alyssa, I'm two years younger than you, and the way you and Zane loves each other, oh, God, you guys are the couple goals, and I want to be as happy as you guys, and Jerry and her husband, too. Oh, thank you. So I was... a I was on Tinder like every other single person, finding the right guy for me as past as my past relationships weren't right. So one day I met a guy, let's call him Raj, and it's been about six months since we have been in a relationship and I love with very much I love him very much. But last night I had a very bad dream and it was something which disturbed me and I cried for an hour. So the dream was with that my boyfriend, soon to be hubby, left me for someone else, and I was standing there, and I couldn't move myself. Like, there was someone holding me, stopping me from following my boyfriend. I don't know why, but this dream... But this dream, I'm scared to even leave him more as he's going to Australia in a year for his future studies. What should I do? I don't want to drop him because of his dreams. Please help. Thank you, guys, for help in reading this long email. Love you guys, and... Aw, Bella, Bailey, Benji, RJ, Frankie, Sunny, Mimi. Aw. She said, she said, fuck pretty kitty and baby boy. Yeah, she really did. She was like, <laughs> fuck them too. I'm just kidding. Um, we don't talk about them as much because they're not as problematic as our other pets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know, Alyssa. What do you okay. got on this? In the most respect and, and nicest way possible, it's just a dream. <laughs> he didn't do anything to you. So to have a dream and then feel a certain way towards him isn't fair towards him. Absolutely. You know? So you have that's to let him go. About Listen, it. You have to let him go to Australia. I mean, that's yeah. where his dreams, his studies, he's, he's preparing for his future. You need to allow that to happen. Um, Unless he literally does something to you in person, like in real right. life. But like, it's, I have your crazy prob- ass dreams. You probably had that dream because he's leaving to go to Australia. Yeah, so you're, you've you're, had bad thoughts about you it. You had that thought of like he's leaving. So your dream and then turned it into like he's leaving for another woman. I think it could be a little bit of your insecurities. It could be the fact that the love of your life is now leaving to go study abroad. I just would say it was a dream. Leave it alone. Let him go study. I'm sure things will be great. And if they don't, if it winds up that he, that you guys don't, walk down the aisle together or get married or whatever, then it, it wasn't meant to be. I really am a whole, a true, wholehearted believer in if it was meant to be, it will. Agree. And so Jerry had a dream about giant spiders, so now she can't look at spiders anymore. 
That's not true. <laughs> I'm just That's not true. I like my spiders. Okay. Okay. Advice needed desperately. Hi, listen, Jerry. So this is a complicated one, but I'll try to keep it as short as possible. I want to preface this by saying I was a good girl, and I got a 4.0 and never did anything bad <laughs> while I was under 18. <clears throat> So, I'm August 2017. It's August 2017, and I am started dating my current boyfriend. I had just turned 19. We became close quickly, and my parents were pretty upset about me growing up. Keep in mind, I started paying my own bills and paying for college the second that I turned 18. They started having these insane rules for me that I never had before, and I literally wouldn't, and literally wouldn't let me spend the night with friends or go on trips with them or anything. Wow. Flash forward to January 2018. I'm about to start my fourth semester of community college, and my books are double what my semester costs are, so it'll be 2500 in total. I could not afford this, so I had to take the semester off. Basically, my parents got mad at me for taking a semester off and kicked me out, even though my older sister had never gone to college and she lived at home. So I went to live with my boyfriend. My parents basically decided that they hated him after that. They really That really settled in when my boyfriend and I went to Disneyland and took a funny picture when no one was around because the park was closing attached below my parents told me that i was a whore i didn't speak to my mom for months and even at even since i've had a pretty distant relationship with my family i still live with my boyfriend and we built a beautiful life and i couldn't be happier with it i just i guess i just wish that my parents would stop being so ridiculous and just make up with me and accept him every time i reach out it starts to go well but i'm the only one who puts an effort with phone calls and making plans. It's just so frustrating because they blame me when I haven't done anything wrong. I just want to know what to do because I intend to marry my boyfriend as he's helped me through some of the most difficult times in my life and I've done the same. I got run over by a car and fired from my job in 2018, but that's another story. Oh my God, she put a laughing face. I just never imagined my parents would have nothing to do with my life and eventually my eventual husband and children. I feel so sad, but I'm ex- so exhausted and putting an effort and receiving nothing back. I know I'm 22 and I'm still young, but these years I won't get back and my parents are keeping me from my younger siblings and I don't get to see them grow up anymore. Any advice would be helpful. Love you both so much. First of all, first of all, really? Really? Oh my god, that picture really? is so cute. I honestly was expecting to see her giving him a blowjob or something. Well, that's what that's what it's supposed to be like. Listen. It's hilarious. But it's a fucking funny ass picture. It's a gas like, pump hose and he's like leaning towards it and she has her mouth open like smiling as if she's like as if he's yeah, she's sucking dick. No. That's It's funny. It's cute. <laughs> But your parents are a little cuckoo. <sighs> I don't, I, I'm sorry. She's not okay. 12. All right. If she was 12 and her parents yeah. saw this, I can understand. Hey, I wouldn't call my kid a fucking whore. Oh my but God. Maybe that picture is inappropriate. Can you maybe take it off of your social media? You understand? If maybe they were if 12. She was 12. Imagine, like, no. that's me and Zane's age. If we took a picture like that, you'd laugh. I'd be like, oh my God, that dirty that whore. Dirty whore. <laughs> You understand, like, I don't, and uh, she got me at the end where she said, my parents are keeping me from seeing my younger siblings. Up until that point, the whole entire email, I was like, sweetheart, you're doing your thing. They'll come around. The fact that they're keeping you from your younger siblings is just bullshit. Like, now I don't know. I don't know what advice to give because you want to see your younger siblings. You've been making an effort. They're not making the effort. I would normally have said, just fuck it. They'll come around if they want to. Don't worry. Live your best life. 
but now the siblings got involved, and that I don't know. Not okay, I don't know. I what give you, you a lot of props for even still trying and wanting to have a relationship with them because I couldn't even fathom having somebody like that in my life. Like that's too much. Like the fact that you're even trying and still want to have a relationship with them, and like that's so nice of you. So you're an adult; you can see your siblings whenever you want. I don't know how old they are, but That's like probably it. Go to the house and pick them up and hang out with your siblings. Your parents don't have to be involved. Why? They're they can't like if they do the system is really fucked, but they can't like put a restraining order that like, you can't see your siblings. You haven't done anything wrong. Did you not see that picture of Lisa? Oh, actually, yeah, they're going to bring that to court. They're going to bring Don't it even to court. try. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like what are they going to do about it? Like, oh, we're stopping her from seeing their, her siblings because she she's a whore. Like a dirty picture. Like because we she couldn't pay for college, and so we didn't want to help her, so we kicked her out. What? Not, well, look at my daughter. She paid her way through college. Let me help you out, girlfriend. She's been paying her own bills for the last three years. You know what? I understand. It, it's a, let me help you out. Why do these people have children? Fuck. <laughs> Why are you reproducing? Don't reproduce if you're a piece of shit, please. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, and I hope everything works out for you, and I hope that you go see your siblings, regardless what your parents think, because they have no reason to keep you from them. So, on that note, we love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to send an email like we read today, that is agamilpodcast at gmail.com, A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com don't forget to follow our new instagram we are doing saturday shenanigans on there some fun posts when we upload episodes and we can just chat more in general on there so that is just at agamil if you forget it's just the abbreviation of our podcast a girl and her mother-in-law Suswegra. Suswegra. <laughs> what? Did I say that so wrong? I'm so white. No, I, I kept telling Ever, I'm like, Ever, I don't want to go on there and like totally. He was like it. training you. I could see you both looking at each other like, okay, Suswegra. <laughs> you got Is this. Is this babe. like. And, 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 <laughs> Definitely. He was like wanting that. me to learn how to say the whole entire opening. I'm like, no, no. I just, oh my, my only part is her mother-in-law. If you so came on you here. <laughs> if you came on here and could do what's popping everybody, welcome back to, that would be sick. All right, challenge for next no, time. Um, Alyssa, get out of here. <laughs> if you guys want to keep up with us personally, no, but I'm wait Alyssa for next Rose week. On... I got something else for you. Okay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> excited don't lie, don't lie, we didn't tell this. the story about Saturday shenanigans again we'll tell it on next Saturday shenanigans what's Saturday shenanigans about your fucking phone it was so funny oh, keep, it's not even gonna be funny anymore by the time Jesus. we tell the story we'll okay like, wait what story if are we you want to keep up with us personally I'm Melissa Rose on everything else the YouTube channel she's Jerry Eastman and everything if you want to shop our merch it's pretty fucking cute teespring.com slash stores slash Agamil we love you all so much thank you so much for listening Okay, love you. Bye. Oh, are we cringy? <laughs> kind of. <laughs>